This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Hi there. Welcome to the Full 90 Soccer Time podcast. We're trying to talk about soccer. Our weekly look into Seattle Sounders FC, nerdy soccer culture, fan outrage, and an attempt to understand a soccer league. We're your hosts from Mornings on 107.7 The End. I'm Gregor. He's been in the locker room on the pitch and in the stats booth at CenturyLink Field. He's Brandon from the internet. That's me. Yeah, you say like you said like a. I felt like it was like a sitcom jingle that I needed to be like. That's me and like point big two big thumbs at this guy. That is exactly what I was going for. Good, Do us a great. quick solid. Click on through to Apple Podcasts and give us a rating. Definitely five stars. Five stars, but primarily stick it up your. <laughs> no wait, that's not. That's not what. It is. That's for your other podcasts. <laughs> Just, yeah, let us know what my, you think the name of my other podcast is. <laughs> we'll just leave it at that. But really, leave us a comment. We want to know your favorite ever Seattle Sounders FC player. Yeah, from Swainson's Thrush to the black-capped chickadee. Whew, those chickadees are little. They're cute. This week, Jean Olsen saves the day with her trusty sidekick, David Greenberg. Yeah, shout-outs to Jean Olsen, who um, knows her shit about birds. <laughs> how, do you, how do you figure? Um, so we, uh, over the last few weeks, we have been talking about not knowing what the wizard bird is in real life. Is it actually a bird? Is it a lizard bird? Um, is it a, wi- oh, wizard bird, Ethan Dumbledore? Oh, <laughs> we- <laughs> I didn't know that either until about the same time. <laughs> um, Just saying. Uh, so Jean Olson listens to our podcast and she said she doesn't use Apple podcasts, but she did go on to our Facebook page, uh, which you can also do. It's full 90 soccer time, uh, there on the Facebook. If you use it's that, not, it's actually not, we haven't updated it. It's still the old thing. We got to update it. So it might be full time. It might be soccer time. We don't know, but we're working on it. Great. So she went on to the Facebook page. Despite all odds, she found us on Facebook <laughs> and, um, and she let us know that she thinks that the wizard bird and the Austin Powers bird. She ha- she has the name for both of them. What? Um, so she thinks that the wizard bird is Swainson's thrush, uh, which we also I feel like this is confirmed because uh, on Twitter David Greenberg found us and he tweeted at us and said he thinks it's also the Swainson's thrush. So um, if we can look up a bird call for the Swainson's thrush, I'm I'm on it, bro. It's not it. It's not it. No. Okay. Um, so they both think it's the Swainson's thrush, and then she also said she believes the Austin's power. Uh, Austin Powers bird is the black capped chickadee. Stand by. Okay. Is it it? They must have different calls because I listened to another one and it was not it. That is definitely it, though. That's that is it. definitely the bird. Yeah. 
Well, and and um, I, you know, I had birds. I had birds on the mind. I've had birds on the mind. It's it's. Uh, I had not. You had heard the the wizard bird in the wild. You were up in your backyard with your child, and um, you were transported into an altered dimension. And then um, when you came back, it had only really five seconds had passed in our time. But you had lived an entire lifetime, had a whole new family, career, life in this alternate dimension. Yeah. And. Um, and I had never experienced that. Well, this weekend, um, I was I was hiking with my friend. We were up in Bellingham, and we were on a trail called the Chantrell Trail. Um, and while we were there, I, I got to the top of this trail, and I was greeted by not just one wizard bird, but it sounded like maybe just one wizard bird transporting himself all around the forest, making a, the same call everywhere that he went, the same song. Sorry, Gene Olson made, uh, made sure to remind me that it is not their call. It is their song. Mm, yes. A real bird expert. I heard what it uh, what it turned out to be is mm-hmm. the Swainson's thrush, or many Swainson's thrush <laughs> thrushes thrushes um, on the uh, uh, thrice thrice. That's how thrice got their name. I feel like you are being an internet scientist right now, where you're just making. <laughs> oh yeah, well Obama <laughs> said it was. Um, <laughs> anyway, I sent you, I, I sat there and recorded my friend who was looking at me like, what are you doing, you idiot? Like taking this beautiful view of Lake Whatcom and all of these cool things. And I was like, no, you got to listen to the bird, man. It's the wizard bird. Why like, not we, both? Can we go? Why not both, friend? <laughs> like, why can't Brandon be interested in the magic of a bird and at the same time be wowed by the beauty of nature? We have more than one sense. You can have sight and hearing at the same time and enjoy each of them separately, need you be. Yeah, and you could also have the sense of being transported into alternate dimension by the wizard bird. Also, bad news about that dimension. I opened the portal via the wizard bird and took COVID-19 there, and now that dimension has been decimated and is completely gone. (laughs) The Christopher Columbus of birds! Turns out they also wouldn't wear a mask. (laughs) No, they do wear... That's Where do you think we got those, like, old-school pandemic uh, masks that were, like... I don't even know what you call those guys. The, uh, like, you see them all the time in, like, Assassin's Creed, the video game. What do you mean? They look like... Yeah, they look like bird masks. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, Also, I just want you to know that that was some top-notch Christopher Columbus referencing. I just... (laughs) It got stepped on, but it's really important that people heard you say that that the wizard bird is the Christopher Columbus of birds or of interdimensionality. You discovered the alternate dimension like Christopher Columbus discovered America. Yeah, yeah, and wiped it out. And wiped it out with disease. Yeah. You're welcome. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I sent you that. What did you think? I sent you that audio recording and it was uh, your reaction to it was oh, yeah, my reaction over was- text. Yeah, my reaction was like, oh, snap, you found it. Great, because now I'm not just a psychopath just talking about it by myself. Um, Great. And secondly, oh, it's a little different. He's got his own little bird dialect. His song, is that, did I get that right? Not called. Yeah, their song, song, I guess. Uh, This little birdie's song is uh, just a hair different than what we have. And when I interviewed the lady from the Seattle Autobahn, she was like, well, it can change from place to place because they do have dialect in their bird song. So you might hear one that sounds like this and one that sounds like that. And watch, I'll play them. And this new one. Just slightly different. Yeah. 
The um, that's funny because I feel uh, I feel like it's crazy how much animals can change based. I mean, we're talking a hundred miles, right, between Seattle and Bellingham, or uh, yeah. even less between Snohomish and Bellingham, where you live. Yeah, yeah. That's it's you know the squirrels in Bellingham are also different. They're all black oh man uh, we got in trouble for that when we were in uh toronto well that's uh, but i i guess i didn't i didn't hear the dialect difference between um the birds Wait, what's it <laughs> brandon the the offline message you sent me not okay <laughs> i know um <laughs> squirrelos would not george squirrelos would not be proud of you <laughs> He's too busy taking over the alternate dimension <laughs> with his progressive politics. <laughs> liberal birds. <laughs> They're trying to take my, my nuts. Uh, anyway, uh, thank you, Gene Olson, for uh, sending us down this path that will get us fired from our jobs. Yeah, there we go. All right. And David Greenberg for uh, the the independent follow up. This uh, this week the Green Sounders FC take on the Black Sounders FC in a battle for the Starfire Cup. Yeah, it was a sixty minute scrimmage that they hosted, and it was Green Kit versus Alternate Kit, and the, that Green side looked good. They looked real good, and that's a problem because the Black side included um, well, first of all, squirrels, uh, and yeah, second yeah. of all. Uh, the black side had both Jordan Morris and Raul Rui Diaz and Christian Roldan playing on it, and they scored uh, zero goals. Big old goose egg. Yeah. Uh, to keep it bird themed. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, it's it's it was there was a mix of, of first team players and reserve players. I don't know if you technically call them reserve players, bench players, the the mm-hmm. guys that fill out the remaining what twenty eight on this Orlando roster. So there's a pretty good mix, but the three goal scorers. Uh, for the green side, which won three nothing against the black side, uh, were Will Bruin, Ibarra, and Ethan Dumbledore, uh, the new youth signing for the Sounders. You call him Dumbledore, but my God, I was like looking up. I was like, "Who's this number forty-five? Who's this ginger kid?" I, I'm like, "Finally, finally, some representation." And I um, looked it up, and his name looks more like Double Dare. So I might, <laughs> yeah. so I might be calling him Mark Summers. I'm not. <laughs> Uh, well, th- so those are all the scores for the for the. Let me just say he was up for the physical challenge. <laughs> God dang it! Well, he did get both an assist and a goal, so you're not wrong. I'm telling you. Um, he so he uh, so those are three not starters for the 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 typical starting How eleven for a Sounders. Dare team. you say that my my homie Wilbur Bruin is Wilbur. not a starter? <laughs> that that just sounds like a. Um, uh, the cross between like a um, what do you call him like a walrus and a bear, <laughs> <laughs> a Wilbur, <laughs> a Wilbur, a Wilbur Bruin. Like a, oh, that reminds me of like Avatar, where all the animals are crosses of other. If you've ever watched Avatar: The Last Airbender, oh, I thought you meant Avatar, the movie with the blue people. No, no, the other one, the better hey, one. I just started that series actually because I saw enough nerds like you talking about it in places, and I was like, I should probably watch this thing, and it is for children. It's for children, but it's also wonderful. It seems like it could get wonderful, but like the Clone Wars, for instance, mm-hmm. um, it starts out, it's for kids, and I'm like, this is for kids. It so gets it intense. Gets, 
When it gets more serious, I'm sure I'll like it more. But for right now, I'm on the fence. It does get more intense um, and and more interesting. I don't know. I've, I've finished the series and uh, am obsessed with it. Watch the follow up, all that. But anyway, all the animals in this in this uh, for the in the in this show for the most part are crosses between other animals. You have like platypus bear and dolphin monkey and turtle cool. lion and all these things dolphin, um, dolphin monkey for real is I, might, I might have made that one up okay. i don't know <laughs> but, i don't know how that would work is it like a furry dolphin <laughs> yeah or a uh a, a, just a, a monkey it. with a blowhole <laughs> <laughs> a furry dolphin that throws its <laughs> at you is that a furry dog? Oh, gross! <laughs> they, they keep popping out of the water as they're jumping alongside your boat, throwing you. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that dolphins poop out of cloaca if they're like fish. I know they're not fish, but if they, yeah, I have to look into that. Yeah, we got to figure out ne- next. The next mystery for us to solve is not what bird it is, is what does dolphin poop look like? <laughs> How is it excreted? That is the important part of this conversation. <laughs> Um, <laughs> that's a Avatar, the last poop bender. <laughs> uh, well, oh. anyway, cool. Uh, how about some news about something in Espanol? Uh, yeah, I watched uh, just just before this podcast, Roman Torres, who is now playing for Inter Miami. I got a notification on Instagram that he was going live, and uh, I don't understand a lick of Spanish. Um, I have a lick of. Espanol. Thank and, you. Thank you. Uh, that's good for you. And um, he was uh, doing an Instagram live stream that was completely in Spanish, but I just watched it for like five minutes because uh, he's just such an impressive person to to look at. Like he 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 had the uh, the the tropical trees of Florida behind him. They were all yeah. wearing masks. Thankfully, Roman Torres was not. But it was just in his backyard or something. And uh, and I just watched him talk for a really long time. I heard him say Panama like three times. I was like, ha ha. <laughs> See, I don't tell yourself short. I think he's talking about Pan- Panama. <laughs> <laughs> Good job, Brandon. Thank I you. was hoping he was doing something interesting, not just at home, but okay, I'll take that. No, that's he was fine. just chilling. Uh, and uh, that's, that's what I decided to fill my time with these days. Hey, you, you got to get the entertainment where you can, man. Otherwise, you go crazy in that same room that you're in all the time. I, you know, I can relate. All right, so um, wow, some bad COVID-19 news this week. The NWSL had a team pull out of this weekend's tournament. It starts Saturday, I believe, in Utah. They had to back out, and that team is from Orlando. Hmm. Yeah, not, not a gr- not great. Not, yeah, not was a good it, sign. Was it six players and four coaches or something like that that found themselves with testing positive asymptomatically? Weird, just taking your temperature doesn't mean you don't have it. That's so weird. That's as if no doctor ever said that. Whoa, weird. They, uh, yeah, like it was, it was a 10, 10 members of their staff and team total, yeah. uh, all got sick or got uh, tested positive for COVID after visiting an Orlando bar, which was reopened under Florida's guidelines. Sure. And, um, we talked a lot at length last week about how we were not sure, uh, even, or at least I'm not sure even if the, this MLS retournament is able to, uh, is going to be able to go on because, um, you've got all of these states reopening at various uh, degrees. Even even here in, in Washington State, uh, we're opening and seeing spikes in new cases. Inslee just ordered a mandatory mask law uh, for anybody who's outside of their home at any given time. It used to just be if you were near people or at the grocery store going into businesses. Florida uh, has just said we are done with the COVID and and basically just opened up almost everything. And 
um, what they are seeing is a massive... Go ahead. They they passed a mask ban. They're like, no masks (laughs) or you go to jail. And uh, uh, they they so they've passed this. They've everything is opening up, and and since they've started to open up, um, it's not just this NWSL team from Orlando. It's every like they're they're seeing a massive sp- uh, spike in new cases. They've seen a massive new spike in deaths. Um, they're no longer. Uh, this is from a, a reporter down there in Orlando um, who says that uh, Florida announced yesterday that they're not counting the ICU bed availability anymore, which is a key element in keeping things open. So if the I, what basically what she's saying is if the ICU uh, the intensive care unit at hospitals if the bed availability goes down to an extent that could uh, be an indicator that Florida uses to have to close things down and um, they're not recording that anymore because they want to be open for Independence Day the 4th of July so they're just <laughs> t- choosing not to look at the information and the data that's coming out so that they can be open for all of these tournaments and all of these people that are coming to Florida, the haven of illness, apparently. <laughs> is, that on the, is that on the license plate? <laughs> yeah. Welcome to Florida, haven of illness. <laughs> Their patron saint, Christopher Columbus. <laughs> Uh, but I mean, you're sending uh, the NBA is sending people there. Major League Baseball is sending people there, not for a tournament, but they're sending teams there for training. Um, <laughs> you said not for eternity. I was like, yeah. yeah. The uh, MLS is holding their tournament there. NWSL is holding their tournament there. Uh, they're sending hundreds and hundreds of people to this state because it's open. And that's where they feel like they can create these bubbles, like we talked about last week, where nobody in or out, nobody can come in that hasn't been tested or quarantined. Mm-hmm. Um, nobody can can leave without coming back and having to go through that same process. Basically, Florida and and all of these leagues are choosing to turn a blind eye toward the reality, which is they might be done with COVID, but COVID is not done with Florida. Seems pretty um, pretty scary. I feel bad for this uh, for the what's the name of the Orlando team? I can't remember. Uh, Orlando City, <laughs> or or the women's team, Orlando the Pride. women's team, the Pride. Yeah, or, yeah. yeah I, I do feel really bad for the Orlando Pride because the NWSL is not like this robust league that is you know that you can not have a team play in a big tournament or just misplay without there being some pretty significant consequences, I imagine. I don't know what their books look like, but it worries me whenever you hear that a team won't be able to participate because that's like a huge chunk of change for... Even like MLS is not like a thriving league. If one of these teams couldn't go, it would be it could be potentially you know really detrimental to their club health overall. And not just COVID health, but like financial health. Yeah, if you have a team like... Sure, a team Atlanta United or uh, uh, or New England Revolution, even who are backed by billionaires, could could afford to miss one of these. But you take a team like Orlando or Chicago, even um, although Chicago's now been bought, but you have like a bunch of struggling teams in MLS that are just struggling to keep an attendance. Houston, right? Dallas. Um, you take imagine away. Being, imagine being Nashville or sure. uh, FCC or whatever. Like the Nashville has or Inter Miami, they haven't even yeah. played a season. Yeah. It's um it's it's crazy like as much as as much as I want soccer back I I, I want it back so bad I, I specifically want MLS back yeah, uh, because too. I want to be able to watch the Sounders I, I miss watching the Sounders uh, people that listen to this podcast miss it too I, yeah I definitely and our animal investigations are enthralling but <laughs> they probably are, have their limit <laughs> they're like finally these guys are done talking about sumo oh birds what the. F- <laughs> <laughs> 
I hope Sumo's back too. That'd be great. Uh, uh, this is a question for our listeners. What would be the best bird to watch Sumo wrestle? <laughs> I <Man>. say penguins. <laughs> Obvious. King penguins, get out of here. That'd be so, I mean, they basically already do. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. That's um, a good, but good question. I guess I just don't know. Um, as much as I want soccer back, as, what, as much as I want to watch the Sounders play again, I, I just, I not only do I not feel like I know if it's going to happen, if that tournament's going to be able to happen because of everything that's going on, I personally don't know if it should. You know, well, I ethically, I've, it sounds like a disaster. It's absolutely bananas that they're deciding to go forward with it. Yeah, I can't imagine. I I can't even begin to understand how that's a thing. <laughs> but okay, so I have an idea. During the uh, the these what do you call it? the times of social change that we're in right now. I think Sounders should spend this weird season playing in the black kits. I think it'd be like a weird small piece of symbolism to mm. ditch the green for a year and possibly even take one of these advertising spots from a sleeve or something like that, a little BLM on there or something like that, and be able to show a little support. Because I got great feedback on Twitter for this when the Premier League rolled out their jerseys that they were going to be doing all Black Lives Matter jerseys for the first weekend of games and matches. That's a massive statement from a from a league. Like The fact that that NASCAR driver was able to run a car with it on there without being killed is like awesome as well that NASCAR got behind that. Um then they ran that Blue Lives Matter car the next time. That was weird. Yeah. But anyway, <laughs> it's NASCAR. Life. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna not even touch that. That's fine. Um, so I think it'd be like a really easy way to just make a little symbolism that if you wore it throughout this tournament, if you went black kit the whole time, I think it'd be pretty cool. Well, and and I what I keep um, having to remind myself is that the uh, all these Premier League teams are for the rest of the season wearing Black Lives Matter across the back of their kit, right? Or is at that, least no, no, no. It's maybe just, just the rest of this like. No, it was just the opening block. It was just the first five days, I think. Oh, okay. They go back to normal here after this. Got it. If I'm not mistaken. I have to... I think that's what they said. How wild is it that they... Have you watched any of the Prem stuff? I was just watching uh, Manchester United versus Sheffield right before we started this podcast uh, while simultaneously watching Roman Torres uh, soothe me in Spanish. Um, Yeah, it is is crazy. Did you get it with the the crowd noise? No, I can't figure out how to turn off the crowd noise. Oh, for me, I have to have it on. It's... I turned it on, unsure of what it was going to be like, and immediately felt like soccer was normal again. I was like, great, let's go. Like the, cr- the crowd noise feels right to me. It, it was amazing. Now I get it if you want to be able to hear Jurgen Klopp on the side yelling, Oh, German! <laughs> That's more Austrian. But yeah, like, you know, you hear him yelling at people from the sideline. It's, it's pretty awesome to hear that. But it's, And also, I'm listening for the players to curse because I think that's funny too. But I. I think they did, and they nailed it with the uh, pumped-in noise that they're putting over the top. When there's a goal scored, they need a little bit of a yeah, as, yeah, as opposed to the nothing that happens, yeah, just to give it a little bit more excitement. But for the most part, I immediately slipped right into thinking it sounded great. They um they have some they have some like uh, I think they have a mixer at each stadium or something yeah. like that or watching each game where they are kind of they are doing you know crowd noise for one thing or, or another and um it was funny I was watching uh one of them I was watching the match where the it was Aston Villa versus mm-hmm. whoever it was it was uh, a relegate uh, Bristol or no Brighton I think uh and the it was a, basically a relegation battle the ball went in. Um, oh, it was this whole debacle with uh, yeah. not VAR, but the uh, Hawkeye, the, the the goal line technology that they use. The yeah. ball was clearly, clearly in, and it was missed because of all of the thousands of angles that were, were blocked by the keeper and the his teammate. Um, 
Anyway, I thought the in-stadium announcer did a really good time, whereas every or the in-stadium uh, sound mixer did a great job because every time they showed the replay of the ball clearly going in, um, he had the stadium going, oh, come <laughs> on, this is what ball, you know. Yeah, yeah, an uh, eruption of negative emotion. Yeah, exactly. Disbelief. Yeah, which I, I didn't notice. I, I, it took me a second to convince myself that, oh, that's not that's not real. That's not real. But now, but after you did a, an Austrian Jurgen Klopp, I just wanted to hear him. Oh, give it to Salah! <laughs> Maws up, <in! laughs> Now I'm just like doing a really bad <laughs> Schwarzenegger. <laughs> You're doing the Simpsons Schwarzenegger. <laughs> but it was uh, it was crazy, though, to watch that scrimmage uh, for for Sounders. And like when a goal scored, to have the staff clapping like, yeah, come on, let's keep going. Let's keep yeah. that. Do more of that. And I was like, oh, this is what it's going to sound like at the tournament. Only yeah. with another set of coaches being like, come on. You know, that's it. But like it feels weird that that scrimmage, that practice coaching is what it will be at this tournament if they don't use I'm sure they'll overlay sound as well because yeah. they have to. But it's the MLS version, so they're probably going to overlay some wrong sound. It's going to be like sound from... It'll be from Burnley. They'll be shouting, What's <laughs> matter? Yeah. Like, God damn it, Burnley. <laughs> Dude, oh, we should talk about that here in a second. I want to point something out from that scrimmage. Um, I'm going to beep that out because I don't want someone using that against me. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, from that scrimmage, I picked up a couple other things that we didn't mention. Sure, the green team was looking good. Will Bruin had a excuse me, Wilbur Bruin had a, a nice goal and everything. But Handwalla Buana oh. was something else, man. That kid has taken his time off and seriously put it to good use because that, I think that kid's going to feature this this season. Well, he might not be the go-to starter or whatever, but with Harry Ship gone and a little extra opportunity in the midfield, I think Buana could be it. Harry Ship gone, Victor Rodriguez gone, uh, which I always forget about. Um, this is this could be Hanwalabwana's year to to really. I mean, yeah. every time he 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 showed really great promise over the last two years, but never quite I think was given the ability to make the jump because you've had like the the quality the quality uh, difference between a guy like Victor Rodriguez and and Hanwalabwana was just so yeah. crazy, right? But yeah. I I mean the first thing I noticed in that match was Hanwalabwana just burning people down that left side. Um, I think that left wing is his uh, to take if if the Sounders are willing to give it to him because I think he's got much more of an upside than a guy like Miguel Ibarra who sure um, shows promise and has been in the league for a long time, but he doesn't have the pace or the speed of of, of Hindwall Buana. Uh, Buana's a different uh, character out there too. He's just, like you look at these guys, you've got Ibarra who looks like he's carved from stone. Um, same with Japalo. Like, you got these guys that are big, thick, strong guys that can muscle you around in the middle of the field. But, like, I'm sure you can think of someone, but Buona is such, like, a wiry, quick guy that you could add some explosivity to the stuff. He's got, like, he's got the feet, uh, the the tricks. You know, he's got feet, you know. That's really important. He's got feet and... (laughs) But he's like a a refined um, or more responsible New Who. (laughs) Like, if if New Who is the yin, he's the yang. But, But hold on. Can you imagine a bigger disaster slash more exciting pairing than New Who Buana on the left side of the field? <laughs> and then kind of Jordan Morris up top in front of him there, like having yeah. to be like uh, having to play back the whole time yeah. to like tr- to help mitigate that potential disaster. I think that's going to be the overlap of New Who running around Buana and then Buana running at it too. Like it's going to be. It'll be a disaster for defenders on that side. It'll be incredible for us to watch. 
God, I hope that that's the case. I'll turn off the crowd noise for that just so I can hear Schmetzer yelling at New Who. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy yelling at New Who in French. That'll be great. Oh, yeah, perfect. That's yeah. perfect. Okay, cool. So, um, yeah, I think that there's some exciting stuff. Also, Double Dare, Dumbledore, as you call him. Double Dare, Dumbledore. Looks like he's going to be excellent, an excellent addition, too, as a young kid that just got picked up. Um, that'll be cool. Man, this tournament, okay. is, this, if this tournament goes on, it will be starting in... What, like 14, 15 days? Something like yeah, that? We're, we're, Jul- July, July 8th. 8th. Yeah, it's 7, 8 through 8, 11 is the run of the tournament. And so we record this on a Wednesday, the 24th. What, that's one week and it's two weeks from today or tomorrow or something, right? Something that is uh, interesting about this is the Sounders have uh, three teams in their group. They've got San Jose Earthquakes, Vancouver Whitecaps, and FC Dallas. Well, uh, it turns out not only do all Sounders fans think that FC Dallas's goalkeeper, Jesse Gonzalez, is a terrible guy, it turns out he, in real life, is a terrible guy. Wait, 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 wait. Back this up. Why do we all think that Jesse Gonzalez is a terrible guy? Please re rehash this yeah, for everyone so, so they can remember last year how angry everyone was. Yeah, we go back to the was that the Western Conference Finals of last season uh, or the Western Conference Semifinals uh, of last year? The Sounders FC Dallas two leg series. Jesse Gonzalez. This is the one where a um, bunch of great like the referee was just letting everything go. It got very violent very quickly. A lot of skirmishes, and um, this is the one where Jesse Gonzalez, the goalkeeper. Found Found himself at about 40 yards from his own goal, choking Nuhu <laughs> in the middle of the field, and uh, got Trailer away with. Razor. Jimmy's on the sideline, being like, "That's my job. You get out of here, Gonzalez. <laughs> I like, get to choke Nuhu." It's like that. It's like Homer Simpson choking, <laughs> like getting rid of other people so he could choke Bart. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Um, anyway, sorry. Um, and so Jesse Gonzalez is uh, 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 universally hated by Sounders fans. Yeah, it terrible seems like professional. Got it. Yeah, yeah. got it. Yeah. And um, according to Sam Stayskull on Twitter, he's a he's a journalist, uh, very uh, respected within the MLS journalism community. He says, per his source, FC Dallas goalkeeper Jesse Gonzalez, who was suspended on June 5th following an allegation of incidents of domestic abuse, not against Nuhu. This sounds like something in his personal life, um, which is very sad. I don't mean to make light of that uh remains barred from all team activities and mls works through investigation and gonzalez goes through the substance abuse behavior uh i don't know what the h stands for sabh but it's substance abuse behavior health program possibly um fcd's plan to travel to orlando this weekend so unless he miraculously is a better student than he is a person um (laughs) Jesse Gonzalez will not be joining FC Dallas at least at the beginning of this uh, at this tournament. He's got two more weeks for him to 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 clear his name or to clear all of this stuff so he can uh, rejoin the team. But um, I also know that these teams are meant to go through a mandatory quarantine uh, before they arrive in Orlando. So um, who knows if if uh, FC Dallas, uh, the probably the hardest team in the Sounders group uh, at this retournament, uh, if he's going to be able to play their starting goalkeeper, if they're going to be able to play with their starting goalkeeper. Did you just call it the retournament? Yeah. <laughs> that is... An infinitely better name than MLS's back tournament. I realize I, it doesn't. I, I realize it doesn't have MLS it. in there, but oh, okay. Uh, that was that's a touch of brilliance. The retournament <laughs> sounds like what happens when the Terminators show up. 
<laughs> okay, so anyway, that's a. Uh, you mentioned that it's not just one bit, but there's more to um, that we should be looking out for. Yeah. Sorry, it's a, what's the second story about? Oh no, this this one. Oh, okay. Yeah, never mind. We're yeah, we talked about, about that. that. Return him and get out of here. <laughs> Thanks, Reddit. Oh, uh, what did you say? Uh, better student than <laughs> is a person. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I just love dunking on Jesse Gonzalez. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What a piece of <laughs> All right. Too long didn't listen. In case you just woke up from a wizard bird created coma, here's the stuff you may have missed. Too long didn't listen. Wizard birds are the Christopher Columbus of interdimensionality. <laughs> Obviously. So, so dumb if you don't know that. God, dummies. Too long didn't listen. Florida, haven for illness. <laughs> Someone get that tattoo. Yeah. Hey, I mean, we should... I wonder, I wonder how Tropic Sounders feel about that. <laughs> yeah. I, I, maybe we can re- like reduce it to Orlando. Do we know what part of Florida he lives in? Uh, right there by Space Coast. The Orlando is actually probably... Uh, where, where he lives. Yeah, Siege he lives. So. Yeah, sorry, Siege. No, no, I don't feel bad at all. Okay. He, <laughs> he, he, ag- he agrees with us. Yeah. No, I mean, he, at, at the very least, he gets it, I think. I yeah. don't know if he agrees with us, but yeah, come sure. on, it's Florida. Come sure. on. Um, uh, too long, didn't listen. Jesse Gonzalez, a better student than he is a person. Hopefully, for his sake. <laughs> uh, I wouldn't go holding my breath about that, okay? Unless you're around someone not wearing a mask. Wear your masks. You f- Unless you're new who and you don't get to uh, choose whether you hold your breath because Jesse Gonzalez is currently crushing your windpipe. Jesse Gonzalez. Future police. <laughs> Doesn't he know they banned chokeholds? Hot rubbish. rubbish. Hot 